I'm ready. I'm ready. You're going to go out there. You're going to kill it. You're going to you're going to motivate. You're going to work as a team. You're going to work as a unit. You're going to you're going to move the ball to the end of the field. You're going to deliver a quality podcast. You're going to give the people what they want, and what they want is to talk about some movies and comics and other internet stuff. And you're going to win the podcast awards for podcasting. And you know what's more important than even that? The fact that this is TMBC. Welcome back to TMBC. My name is Jason, and with me, as every single other week, except for the ones where he's not there, Mr. High Speed Chase. What's up? <laughs> What's up, man? That's my super stoke to be here. Yeah. What's up? We just finished uh, recording two, three videos for uh, for Game On. Two. Two. Two videos. Uh, with if you guys want to see me, like, absolutely suck at playing Battlefront, you did. You did shoot some birds, though. Yeah, but that you can't kill those birds. It's not even a part of the game. <laughs> and uh, freaking, if I, I was trying to catch syphilisity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Syphilisity. Syphilisity smoke. Yeah. Syphilisity. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about, go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. It's quite uh, interesting. YouTube. And, uh, awesome. That might be cool. Uh, just search that might be cool on YouTube. Look at our Game On series. Probably the only one that's up as you're listening to this. Maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out. Maybe Hi My Name Is is up there. Yeah, because we're lazy. We just like to post videos of us playing video games. And if you're into that, then check it out. Yeah, yeah. The the ones that are easiest to make are the ones that are going up first. <laughs> um, oh, man. it's uh, It's been a good week, Chase. We uh, We left off last week. Uh, as we were just about to go and see Deadpool, the movie. Mm. So, that, I, yeah. I think this week there's nothing better than to, uh, well, to, to give the people what they want. We're going to talk about Deadpool? We're going to talk about Deadpool, bro. Uh, you know, I mean, we can't I've leave seen, him in that kind of suspense. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, then you're an idiot. Because I've seen it twice. I saw it on Valentine's twice too. Oh, Day. Did, uh, have you seen it in IMAX yet? No, I just okay. Went. You and I need to go and see it in IMAX. What What's the difference between IMAX? It's just bigger. It's well, it's bigger. It's a like it's a a different aspect ratio. So it's not just bigger, but it's also got like more stuff in the shots and the action's better. Oh. It's more immersive. We got to see it in IMAX, dude. Come on. I've every movie I've ever said or you've ever said that we need to see in IMAX, uh-huh. and I've ever said yeah, I've never seen it in IMAX. Like dude. I see like I've seen like one movie in my entire life in IMAX. Really? And I said I'm like yeah, dude, I'm seeing this one in IMAX, and then no. Did you never one? see Mad Max in IMAX? No. Oh, dude, I Mad Max. I Mad Max. Yeah, Mad IMAX. Ah, that's yeah, a good one. that's a good one. It was it was seriously name. so good. It's a pun. Yeah, Club. but it, it was a really good it was a really good movie to see in IMAX, and I think this one will be fun to see in IMAX as well. Well, yeah, who doesn't like seeing people being chopped apart, sliced up, and slammed onto a freaking freeway sign in <laughs> IMAX <laughs> on like a two hundred foot screen or whatever? Boom, dude! When he hit, it was just like. Cause you know that, that <laughs> sign hit was so bad because he splats. It's like it's like a piece of like flubber or whatever. Did you ever see that movie with Robin Williams? Yeah, it was, it was basically just like a piece of human flubber. You saw that? Yeah, I, I didn't know you were old enough to see that. I, I'm like a year younger than you. You're like two years younger. No, than I'm you. like a year younger. How than old you. are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, 
I'm almost 24. Yeah, and I'm almost 23. Well, I'm almost going to be 25 after I'm 24. <laughs> hey, wait, how old are you? I just barely said. 22? 22. Yeah, when I was your age, I was 23. <laughs> I, say that, I say that joke to all the little kids that tell me how old they are. They're like, oh, I'm six. And they hold up their hands. I'm like, yeah, when I was your age, I was seven. Seven-year-old, six-year-old don't get thing. it. But like my sister, she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm 12. I'm like, yeah, when I was your age, I was 13. She's like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you know what else doesn't make sense, Chase? No. Something else that doesn't make sense is the fact that there are three more Transformers sequels that have already gotten greenlit and given release dates. I don't... <laughs> as a person that has to go see all these big movies that come out, even if they suck, I don't like... I don't like them stealing my money because they... Uh, it's like it's like too easy for them. They're like, that's why they let's keep... just keep making them. I mean, people are gonna go see them even if they know they're gonna suck. Exactly. And I haven't even seen any like trailer or heard anything about any of them besides that they're coming out, and I know they're gonna freaking suck. One of them is a Bumblebee origin story. Screw that. Right. Screw <laughs> that. Oh man. If you're gonna make a movie and... about a Camaro, make it about a freaking Camaro. And what's even crazier? Is that apparently they're going to do a, a shared universe with the G.I. Joe films. No. Two of the no. shittiest films in existence. No. Why do you... <laughs> like, dude, G.I. Joe sucked. The second one, they even... It sucked so, so bad. bad that they took it back and tried to redo it and fix it. And yeah. then it still sucked so bad. Awful. Absolutely awful. <laughs> Channing Tatum got out of there. He did. They, like, killed him off real quick and he's like... In, like, two minutes. He's, like, not even mad. Not even mad. The funniest part was that he was still on like all the posters. <laughs> well, yeah, they can't have him be like, they're like, oh yeah, he's. We can't have him in the uh, publicity because you know he's he dies really quick. That's actually one of the things they went back on to fix is because yeah. he died so quick that they're like, you don't even get any backstory and like, so they went in and added some scenes between The Rock and Channing Tatum playing video games. Yeah, right. What the? What was that? That's so bad. Where are you going? You can't leave me on this podcast by myself. Hey. I didn't leave you. I just grabbed a Coke. Coca-Cola. Yeah, you know, for uh, for when you don't want a Pepsi. When you refresh. Oh, yeah, that was the last episode. Yeah, yeah, if you, if you don't it's know Coca-Cola. that reference, listen to the last episode. Coca-Cola. Or the next one. When you're going to go get a drink, you go grab a Coke. No, when you're going to go no. get a drink, you grab a We're Pepsi. We're done with this. No, I didn't have Pepsi no. available, so I had to settle for a Coke. Why did you buy Coke instead of Pepsi? Right, it, because it, you like no, Coke. No, it just, it just appeared in there, dude. I don't know I who bought didn't, it. I've never liked you know? Coke, but I've always said, like, hey, let's go cruise. Cruising. And grab a Pepsi. That's what I do, because I'm from the 70s i go cruising and i'm like yeah let's go grab let's a go grab a pepsi yeah no, you, you've always said let's go grab a pepsi just like everyone else in america says you are not american go back to canada <laughs> or wherever it is you came from because it is not america well you know what is american chase star wars i don't know you ask me a lot of those questions i know i do i, I like i <laughs> that's like, like your that's, intro that's, yeah that's my go-to segue you know what <laughs> i'll tell you what star wars is american star- chase I thought we were talking about Deadpool, man. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. I guess we're. I went right into things from the internet. Oh, we should talk about Deadpool. This podcast for me on is track. a mess. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? What'd you think of Deadpool, Chase? Well, obviously, I thought it was awesome because I went and saw it twice. Um, the jokes were hilarious. He broke the fourth wall so many more times than I thought. Um, we actually had a conversation about how rated R 
or if it is even going to be rated R. This was yeah, like months ago. This was. Uh, we should have went back and listened to that. But I think this was. I think on our very first episode we ever recorded, we talked about whether it should be rated R. Yeah, it was like one of the first ones. Yeah, uh, all the ones, and we were saying how it would be cool if Wolverine was rated R. But freaking, I was like, I don't know if they'll go with like the rated R and say the F word a bunch. Uh, no, they proved me wrong. They totally. They're like. <laughs> Uh, someone counted it. It was 80-something times the F-bomb was dropped. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Yeah. That's good, though. That's cool. What I did you think it. of it, man? Dude, I loved Obviously, it. Obviously, you liked it. It was... Okay, so do you, do you want to know what the budget was for this movie? Have you looked that up? $20 million? No. So so to give you a perspective... I swear it was like so no. low. It is low. Um, but to give you perspective, and for the audience, obviously, the budget for Avengers Age of Ultron was $250 million. The budget for almost every other Avengers movie is two hundred million, or almost every other Marvel movie. Sorry, is is one fifty to two hundred million. Um, <laughs> Thirty-two million. The budget for Deadpool was fifty-eight million. Really? Yeah. And they like, dude, they raked in on uh, opening weekend. They made that back on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> like, I helped the very first night where most theaters well, have one, possibly two showings. They made back their budget. <laughs> and they are it's already the highest grossing um the highest grossing R-rated film of all time and it's only a week into its release as we're recording this. It is exactly a week since it's been released Dang. and it is far and away the highest. Yeah, it's like up a 360 million yeah. in profit. Like they're doing they did better than like Avengers on opening weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, mobbing it up, man. It's insane. Like this one has already beaten about half of the other X Men franchise movies on on total lifetime gross in just a week. <laughs> Fox is going, oh, dude, why didn't we do this ten years ago? Or Seriously, was it? it was like four years ago when they that came out in two thousand nine. Wolverine Origins. Yeah, yeah. So that was seven years ago. Yeah. Well, they uh, no, that didn't come out in two thousand nine. That came out a while ago. First Class came out in two thousand. 11 uh, x-men origins wolverine came out 2009 i was in high school i worked at cinemark it was 2009 i guarantee it let's I find out let's go it. let's go to the the interwebs let's see how much X... you want to bet how much you want to bet uh let's bet five bucks x-men origins wolverine five bucks yeah just five bucks it'll be a small bet 2009 dang it you're right oh five dollars richer <laughs> <laughs> Woo. um okay yeah i the action was incredible. You know, obviously, the, the, the stunts were amazing. The, well, it was the, gory as crap. It was insanely gory. You turned gory. that guy into a freaking cabal. <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, no, the, the special effects for how low budget the movie was, the special effects were incredible. Um, and, I mean, it really was done mostly like an indie film because, I mean, for Ryan Reynolds, he was a producer on the film, so I, I'm willing to bet you there wasn't really much budget for... You know, like, paying him? Yeah, what do you think, like, the high-ups were thinking? Like, yeah, fine, just do it, low-budget, whatever you want to do. I think that's what... They had so much leeway, I swear, because they did whatever they wanted. Well, yeah, I think with Fox, they were just like, okay, tell you what, if you can keep it under 60 million, (laughs) then we will let you do whatever you want. Yeah, now they're they're up there going, counting their cash. Yeah, oh, seriously, they're they're raking it in, and now every other superhero movie they ever release is going to be R-rated. Yeah, so... I bet they're going on X-Men Apocalypse right now, like, oh, can we add in any (laughs) F-words? I know, for real. They're going to take... uh, What what did James Gunn have to say about this whole little... What lesson do you think... James Gunn would, was thinking. All right, we'll just, so, I yeah. can't explain. Just tell <laughs> so, what so, James Gunn, Gunn So what said. James Gunn and other people have talked about is that Hollywood is right. going to learn the wrong lesson from this. 
just like they always do when Gar- and the reason that James Gunn is is kind of tapped into this is because of what happened after Guardians was a success. Guardians of the Galaxy came out, you know, and it was very, you know, it was it was super joke oriented, you know, it was like a serious story but it had a lot of jokes surrounding it, very lighthearted, all the 70s music and and stuff like that and rather, original. Original, exactly. And rather than learning the lesson of of hey, let's, you know, let's let's take these characters to heart, let's let's make these characters have meaning and and let them be genuine, you know, and find the humor from their character. Let's the lesson that Hollywood learned was, oh, we need to pump tons of '80s songs, you know, '70s and '80s songs into our movies, and we just need to have characters that are super like crazy, jokey all the time and stuff. And it wasn't about the character; it wasn't about the love for the characters and the creative process and staying true to your source material. It was just about you know how many references and and '80s movies crap you can throw into something. Yeah. So basically, he's just saying that Deadpool is original and everybody's going to take from it like oh this rated r film comic book movie did better than any other comic book yep. movie so let's make all ours rated r even instead of like oh hey let's do something original yep and yeah like they also did a lot of it's like exactly what the fans wanted exactly well, it's exactly it, what deadpool is and the story even like the they stayed true to the character yeah that whole catch-up story yeah where it's like you catch up with what's going the, on the batman begins method Batman Begins method. Yeah, that's the total Batman Begins method. Is it? Yeah, I mean not oh, yeah. not like a hundred percent, but like it's it's you know that the story as far as the story beats of like where the character is at in his goal, it is literally the exact plot of Batman Begins. <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies that do stuff like that. Oh, totally. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it's a good method. It was great. I've written a couple of scripts in that method. I think they did that mainly. I think they did that because I mean nobody wants to sit through an entire origin with no Deadpool for like half hour. Let's totally. Say. Because totally. he doesn't become Deadpool for like forty five minutes. Yeah, but we got to see plenty of Deadpool. And dude, I got in when the second time I saw it, I was like waiting. I'm like, all right, waiting for like the undeadpool you, parts. I'm like, I just want the waiting? Deadpool. I was waiting. <laughs> waiting, man. I was waiting for just him put the back mask back on and uh, yeah, kill some dudes. Oh, dude, it was so fun. And I mean, even though even like when he was you know in his origin when he's like. Uh, you know that that whole thing with the pizza delivery stalker dude. Straight out. That of the was comics. a funny scene. I don't know if it's straight out of the comics. It's or. straight out of the comics. Was it really? Word for word, he got pineapple pizza. He except he was in full uh, Deadpool. He's already Deadpool. Oh yeah. And oh, shot that's right. The dude okay. In the head. I remember. I remember seeing like a story about that. Um, yeah. There's tons of Deadpool stuff on the internet. So just go check it out. There's tons of stuff. There's a video. Um, promoting other people's videos yeah, but of a hundred references uh that deadpool had uh-huh and it's pretty interesting you should check it out they've got everything even including like uh when ryan reynolds or he references ryan reynolds uh-huh. on his superior acting method oh yeah that's right i was like <laughs> that was, I was like that's cool man i i love that dude what so what direction do you hope they go with the next movie that involves deadpool uh so like deadpool 2 yeah, either whether it's Deadpool 2 or X4, like the the next thing they do with Deadpool, what do you hope they do? The exact same thing. And that's what they're going for. I just read an article off the internet somewhere. I don't know where. But they explain that. They know where their success came from and was that that was being a low-budget movie. So they're doing the exact same thing, low stakes, no freaking saving the world kind of crap. Mm-hmm. The same thing. I mean, they're obviously not going to have that same plot where – or the, not plot – the storyline where it catches up. Yeah, yeah. Because his origin's already done. So now we get a little bit more of a Deadpool without having to go back in time 
to see what he's all about. Give the origin story. Uh, there's going to be something between him and that chick. Yeah. Who I found out is actually copycat, a mutant that they actually made reference to oh, in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanessa? Yeah. yeah. So she her, she's copycat. And, yep. Um, she mentioned, she makes a reference about that. Really? Somewhere in the movie about her powers. Does she really? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was no. somewhere to the same thing as uh, in Origins where she, that Wolverine's chick says, I'm very persuasive because that's her power. Uh-huh. So I can't remember what it is, but it was, I, ah, man, so is one of the uh, articles or videos I read. But That's interesting. I didn't, go I didn't find catch it, any it references. If we had it, we, For would, that. we would show you. Yeah. Um, I'm just not very good at my job. So I hope, I mean, the, 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 the future that I want for this, and it, it sounds like it's something that they really want to do, is X-Force. And more specifically, Uncanny X-Force, you know? Like, there, there's some That's good... That's the only one with Deadpool. Uh, he's, right? I mean, he's popped up in some other ones. Yeah, he's um, never been a part of the team. He was most involved in Uncanny X-Force, but I believe that he's been involved at some... And, I mean, his first appearance was in an X-Force comic. Um, oh, that makes sense. But uh, I... So, the cool, like... The cool thing I think they could do with... An, uncanny x-force movie is so like right now x-men apocalypse is about to come out which means that they are introducing the character of apocalypse and in addition to introducing the character of apocalypse they are also introducing angel and psylocke who you know angel because you know in the comics angel ends up becoming a uh, horseman of apocalypse um in x-men apocalypse both he and psylocke will be horsemen um and so they they have you know that sort of bone to pick with apocalypse um but in addition to that, if they, since they are setting up Apocalypse, and obviously by the end of the movie, Apocalypse is probably going to be dead, but he reincarnates, you know, and so... You think they're going to follow the exact same line of the first... Not the exact same. Well, it's different, it's difficult because you can't... X-Force isn't the same, at least the uncanny X-Force, mm-hmm. uh, the one that we read, is not the same vibe as the Deadpool movie that we just watched. Not exactly. Also, in a, and that's because he's in a more serious setting. So if, if they do a separate X-Force movie that kind of combines characters from both franchises, then I'm sure they'd have to meet in the middle ground of lighthearted and serious, especially for a, movie, a, a serious story like that. Um, and so we, where you feature Deadpool, there's a lot of funny moments there, you know, and, and when Deadpool is funny, he's really funny, but he's not constantly joking around and stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't know. What I think they're going to do with if they were to do X-Force, I think they would want to keep their characters separate, uh, kind of like they uh-huh. would do with um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Uh-huh. Um, and, but, I mean, Colossus, he might be in a future X-Men movie, uh-huh. uh, but I think most of their characters, they're going to want to keep separate because they're two different, I wouldn't say we'll universes, see. but like vibes, you know, like I think, the whole rated R vibe. I think now with the success of Deadpool, I actually think the studio is going to want to bring them together more. Yeah, but I don't think Ryan Reynolds and all the people that made the movie are going to let it become some giant high-budget Hollywood flick. No, maybe not high-budget Hollywood flick, but I mean, X-Force doesn't need to be high-budget, you know? Yeah, so I think having those two, you know, the X-Men and then the Deadpool crew mixing together, I don't think that's going to work. Ah, dude, I think I I I can see problems. I don't don't know them personally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I could could see problems, but like, I, I feel like, especially because... The actor that plays Angel and the and Olivia Munn, who plays Psylocke, both of them aren't like you know crazy huge names in terms of you know payrolls for actors, and so they could easily keep it pretty low budget, pretty low key. 
um, and have, you know, like kid apocalypse where there's not any large scale, you know, I mean, like that story is not a large scale action story. It's mostly, mostly about the ethics of what they're doing and all that stuff. It's pretty intense. It's pretty dramatic. It's dramatic for sure. It's just not high budget, you know? And so like they could do a serious story that still has the lighthearted Deadpool stuff, but it kind of, it would give more character to him of, of like, here's the depth of this guy, you know, maybe not the Deadpool. It wouldn't be the Deadpool sequel, but it would be sort of a crossover, almost like an event movie without being an event movie, just a crossover movie. I don't know. I'm I would not love sure. It. Uh, I think they're obviously going to go for the more the old school uh, X Force mm. um, at first because they're introducing Cable in Deadpool two. Well, yeah, but I mean, a lot of their a lot of their timeline stuff is is messed up already anyway. And so, if they introduce Cable in Deadpool two, and then they could do a version of the Uncanny X Force where Cable is involved, Wolverine may not be involved. I still hope he's involved, but you know, and Phantom X could maybe not be involved. But then they have he's this similar... the main part of that story arc, though. Phantom X? Uh, well, I mean, yes and no. He finishes it. Yes, he does. But Cable Cable could easily be that person. Cable could very easily be no, that person. No, I don't want Cable to be that person because it's <laughs> Phantom X. Phantom sure. X is a really interesting but, character. I mean, yeah, but there I mean, there were a lot of moments like that for The Winter Soldier. I mean, that movie is one of the closest comic book adaptations that there's been, apart from like Watchmen. But there were a lot of characters that were changed for adaptation due to either rights or you know different things like that. The whole that. Marvel MCU is like that. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I think they could Huge do that with Fox, too. And it's just like X-Men Apocalypse. Magneto was never a horseman of the apocalypse. Um, Wolverine was. Uh, I don't think Psylocke was ever a horseman. Um, I think she was. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she wasn't. I'm Storm sure. Storm may have been, but I'm inclined to believe that oh, she yeah. might not have been. Storm is the other one. I was trying to think who the yeah. other one was. But yeah, it's, it's Storm, Psylocke, Archangel. Archangel and Arc? Psylocke. Yeah. I'm going to say Arch. I know. Because I, I read it off in my mind. Uh-huh. As I know, that's and the, I see the arch. That's the difference because, like, for for me, my first exposure was the cartoon, and so they just always called him Archangel. Oh. So I never saw the spelling, and so then when I did see the spelling, it was already in my head. But then for you, your first exposure is the comic books. Does everybody else like, do that too? Yeah, like they're like thinking of a word that they don't use very oh, often, totally. and they read it out of their mind. Totally. Like I, I don't know, it's weird. No, I do that too. It's just like for me, a lot of the words that I know, especially from comics, a lot of them are words that I like heard in the cartoons first, especially Justice League or X Men stuff. Because I grew up watching those cartoons. And so, for me, I already knew the words, and then I saw them on paper, and I go, oh, that's how that's spelled. That's so weird. <laughs> brains are so crazy. They are. Crazy brains. Always doing crazy <laughs> Crazy stuff. brains! Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm super excited for the future of the X-Men universe. Yeah, dude. Uh, this is a bad time for Hugh Jackman to be jumping off the wagon. Right? Because, like, he's it's finally... so bad. His one condition for being in uh, first class was, uh-huh. I want to say the F word. I want to say the <laughs> F word. And they're like, fine. And that was probably like a big deal. But now yeah. they're like, he's like, Deadpool said it 85 times. <laughs> he would, I think him, Hugh Jackman, and Ryan Reynolds in an X-Force movie. Would be an incredible. As Wolverine and Deadpool. Oh, my gosh. I'd love that movie. Dude, yeah. I would, like, even if it was just Wolverine and Deadpool, even if it wasn't yeah. an X-Force movie, I would watch the crap out of that movie. Well, Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman announced that he was going to be doing his last movie before Deadpool came out. Yep. So he's probably like, oh. I know. I wonder if he's rethinking it now. I, th- I think we can, if we, if we tried hard enough, we could probably get him to change his mind. I, I think so, man. Let's start, like, a petition or an internet campaign. Be like, hey, dude. Just, yeah. like, X-Men 3 and X-Force. Yeah. The last ones. The last ones, we promise. Yeah, just just those two. Just just whatever comes after Apocalypse and X-Force. X-Force. And then maybe, like, X-Men yeah. 3. And thankfully, they did get him to make an appearance in Apocalypse. So he he does he have does? a cameo in X-Men Apocalypse. I was super disappointed. He didn't get a, a full, like, fit, uh, full cameo in yeah. Deadpool. Like, he kind of got a little one. 
Yeah, I mean, just just the uh, magazine cutout. Hilarious. Super hilarious. hilarious. Cause it's like he had that on there the whole time. Yeah. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I know. I love that. Um, but yeah, I I really like. There is not like there there couldn't be a worse time to have Wolverine not be in these movies. You know. Yeah. And I don't think anybody minds that he's getting a little older. I don't think so either. Cause yeah, they could just do the old man Logan thing of like, oh yeah, well his healing factor just kind of stopped working. Or, you know, like, his healing factor is slowed down, so he's starting to age, you know? All that time traveling. Yeah, which would, which would make it a more interesting thing, because then it's kind of like the John Wick thing, where, like, he's constantly hurt. Even though he's going to be okay, he's still constantly hurt. You know, he's got, like, bandages and stuff for the first time in his life. Yeah, that gives a you little have... bit more interesting dynamic to the character totally. as well. It's kind of like, I mean, you know, it's kind of like in The Wolverine. That was one of the interesting parts in The Wolverine, is when Viper, you know, puts that thing on him or whatever, and he's, for the first time ever, you know, he's, like, getting hurt and stuff. That's a cool thing. Like, this sucks. Yeah. And I mean, so I don't like this. Exactly. And so you'd have a bandaged up Wolverine, you know, constantly like just this sort of old, you know, and he's getting real crusty and irritable, kind of like dark crusty, crusty. kind of like Dark Knight Returns Batman. And I'm sure what ba- Ben Affleck's Batman is going to be like, just kind of that older, less patient, you know, he's in a lot of pain. If they can do it with Batman, they can do it with Wolverine. Definitely. I think so. So. Yeah, no. Oh, no, I, here's to wishful thinking. Yeah, I'm I'm crossing my fingers so hard. There's not a single character that I want in there more, you know. Or and honestly, at this point, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit more open to the idea of just having them recast Wolverine. Is <laughs> as, as long as it's like a good actor, like Tom Hardy or something. Yeah, but you did know? you see that interview between Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, no, that was amazing. Well, and they've been so funny. They're, yeah, they're so good together, and they're both hilarious and baddies at the same time. Yeah. No, so. I, they're awesome because, yeah, all their interactions are amazing. Like, they've got all their posts all over Instagram and Twitter that they've oh, been doing yeah. together, you know? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I just, I really hope they find a way to bring him back. Um, They'll do it. Yeah, I hope so. I have faith in you, Hugh Jackman. So who, as far as the casting of Cable, who do you think should be cast? Well, at first I was like Dolph Lundgren, but then I was like definitely Keira Knightley. She, That's true. Everybody else, yeah, I know, Keira Knightley's got it. No, um, there was even so that guy that always does the photoshopped images of actors in certain roles or whatever as superheroes. Yeah, he did Cable. He did, yeah, he did Kira Knightley as Cable. I saw a picture of that. I never clicked on the link. It's pretty good, actually. But uh, there's one character that I've been wanting to do as um, <clears throat> I've been wanting him to be uh, is Slade Wilson. Yes, Deathstroke. But this is the next best thing. And dude, honestly, after seeing uh, we we were playing the Deadpool video game and we were watching it. Playing it right when uh, Cable shows up. Like, yep. Stephen Lang, the evil bad guy from Avatar. Uh-huh. Insane, old, bad A, grumpy dude. Yeah. I think he'd make a perfect Cable. I think he would, too. I'm, I'm, I'm warming up to it. I kind of want it to like be... It. I kind of want him to be, like, a bigger dude. And Stephen Lang, like, he's, he's kind of big, but, like, he's not, like, big, big, you know? He's, like, 60, and he's, like... In insanely good shape. No, he's in really good shape. He's just not big, you know? Like, Dolph Lundgren is big. I wouldn't want to see Dolph Lundgren. As... I wouldn't want to see him either. No, but... like, his physique works, but... Yeah. No, I just mean someone of that physique, you know? Like, the uh, like the dude that's uh, that's Chewbacca's stunt double now. The newer Chewbacca stunt double that's not Peter Mayhew skinny. Um, or, uh, oh, what's his name? Or even, I mean, honestly, they could have the guy that was the stand-in for uh, Colossus. <laughs> that dude was fat. He was kind of fat. I, I saw some of that. He's just like a big dude. Mm. But uh, I think Stephen Lang. Or Vin Diesel. Is it Stephen Lang? Stephen Lang, yeah. Yes, yeah, with a PH. I'm doing that, reading it on my head again. Uh, Stephen Lang. Perfect. 
perfect fit. Yeah. And if you want to play Deathstroke or Death Deathstroke, yeah, Deathstroke, you got it right. Deathstroke. I was thinking uh, Deathstorm from the oh. recent <laughs> episodes of The Flash, um, which was really cheesy. But that was cheesy. it's so good. I watch it. The more I watch it, the more cheesy it gets. And it's like it's whatever. it's totally fine. Yeah, after I watching the the new trailer. Oh, you haven't seen the. New I have trailer not. Before. I no. Uh, for what? Batman. No, I have not. Shows his fighting style. Yeah, I know. I heard about that, and I like. I'm giddy about it, and I want. Oh, I want to watch it. Okay, I know you don't want to watch it. I broke down and watched. It. I have to watch trailers. Yeah, but this is what a trailer should be. This is what all the other trailers should be. They should have just played this one and not the other one. It's the really? most amazing trailer I've seen in a long time. I keep hearing that, dude. So good, man. I keep hearing that. And, I'm trying to tempt you. I know, Come dude. You have no idea how many times I've seen that link and gone, no, 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 can't do it. It honestly doesn't show anything else than what we already haven't seen, except yeah. for his fighting style. Exactly, and I want to. Oh. I want to be blown away, like in the theater as I'm watching it. Good luck. Well, it's only a month. It's only a month. When does it come out? March. March twenty third, or March seventeenth, twenty third, twenty third. That's literally a month. Yeah. It's the what twentieth right now. Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember thinking that about Deadpool though, and it went by like nobody's business. With how busy I am I know, right now, it's gonna swing by. Patience. I'll be I'll be spending all this time selling things and editing videos, and so it'll be it'll oh, it'll go by like a breeze. Wait. <laughs> You're missing out though. It's a good trailer. I know I am. Everyone and like this this is how I know that it's good because when you look on Reddit, the top comments are good things. <laughs> <laughs> because f this, who's yeah. freaking showing Doomsday and. Uh, Dark, Doomsday and Dark Seed. Yeah, Dark Side's Omega symbol and stuff. Like, uh, and that's what I hate. Is I, I wish I didn't see the Omega symbol. Uh um, that's the one that makes me mad. I was mad about De- uh, Doomsday, but they're like, oh, we got more secrets. And I was like, oh cool. And they're like, it's Dark Side. Thanks. I know. Thanks. I know. And I, I hope that's just a teaser for the next movie or something. You know, like just a little Easter egg that's planted there to tease in a couple movies later. I really hope that's the case. Because if Dark Side shows real. up, it might not. But if Darkseid shows up in this freaking movie, I'm going to be so pissed. Dude, the more I've seen about these trailers, the more I think that you were right about saying how that the whole, you know, when Batman goes in with his dark cloak. Yeah, then, the Mad Max, Mad Max Batman. Yeah, and he goes into Superman's little lair. I think that's kind of a, he's foreseeing the future if yeah. Superman were to take over. Yep. That's like, it's like basically his nightmare. Yeah. Where he's like, okay, I need to stop this guy before that happens. No, this is like later on, afterwards. Like, they've known each other for a while, and he pulls off his mask. You know when he pulls off his mask? Mm-hmm. He goes, dude, what are you doing here? Again. How many times I got to tell you? Get out of my business. Like, that's not the first time he's pulled his mask off. Wait. Did you just give me a spoiler for what's in the previews that I haven't watched? It's not in the previews. That's, well, I just made that up. Oh, that's okay. I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? I just made that up. I, I know, like, I know that wasn't, I knew that wasn't the exact dialogue, but I thought you were paraphrasing something that was in the trailer, and I was like, oh, I no. am going to murder you. I'm just really good at making <laughs> stuff sound good. That's what I'm thinking, is that's not the first time he's pulled off his mask in that uh, you, uh, dream or nightmare. Mm. It was basically your theory. I was. You're just repeating it back to me? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's all the same footage, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I can see that. I can see that happening. Because I, I really looked at the more, you know, the picture with the Omega symbol and the broken city in the background. Yeah, and it, well, and that that looked like it was either on Apocalypse or becoming Apocalypse because it had all the fire shooting out of it and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it was nuts. 
Yeah, I I am excited. If if it's just teasing Darkseid, then I'm super excited. But if Darkseid comes in in this movie and like actually does stuff, like maybe if he does the the Thanos thing at the end of Avengers, where he's like, <laughs> well, the next one is going to be Justice League. So no, the next. Well, I mean, yes. So there's one there's, of the next ones. It's Wonder Woman and then Wonder Woman. No, Suicide, Suicide Squad, then Wonder Woman, uh, then Justice League Part One. Is Justice League the next one after Wonder Woman? I believe so. That's crazy. So I, I, oh, I could have sworn Aquaman was before that. Um, Aquaman's like 2018. Yeah, there there are talks that they might actually push Justice League back and and uh, do a solo Batman film before then. Oh yeah, there was that was that as a wild card because they were thinking of Ben how having Ben Affleck direct the Batman. Yeah, I'm like yeah, let's throw one in there, and, and then I'm totally down for that. So dude, well, and I'm down for that because the the big rumor is that it would be Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns writing the screenplay with Ben Affleck directing. That's amazing. That would like, be really good. Having a, 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 you know, having the guy who's playing Batman along with a comic book writer make the story like that's so dope. Especially because Jeff be cool. Johns has been one of the driving forces behind the Flash too. Like he's written a few episodes, and he's been he's one of the showrunners on the Flash. Like, I I, I love the dude. I love that. Jeff would be Johns. a good mo- th- dude. They're getting more and more comic book like what we want. Yeah, like the Dark Knight trilogy was mm-hmm. amazing. And it's a real life interpretation. It's the of, grounded, gritty Batman. Yeah, but this is like, this is what this is every comic book fan has ever wanted Hell for yeah. eternity. But oh, yeah. there's also some stuff, some rumors that Batman v Superman isn't going to do too hot. I know. The there's there's like some computer algorithm said it only has a 32 percent chance I know. Of, I was like, of succeeding. 32 percent. I think I'm that's. Like, I'll go see it twice just to help support. I, know. I mean, I'm not going to vote for president, but yeah. I'll, also, <laughs> no, I might go vote. You, you should vote. Yeah. It's it's hard to tell who I'd you rather go vote see, for. I'd rather go see the other movie though. I would Twice. too. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, so and yeah, there there are rumors like, and then there was one article published, and I I don't hold a lot of weight behind it because it was just one source or one one website that wouldn't name their sources, saying that basically you know people are are worried that Batman v Superman isn't going to do you know like isn't going to be a good movie that they're actually kind of disappointed with it. Um, I don't think that's the case. They're in too deep. They're committed. They're making this whole Justice League happen, whether or not this does good anyway. I do. I do hope. Like, let's let's say for some reason they they don't like the direction Zack Snyder's taking. I would not at all be displeased if they took Zack Snyder off of Justice League. You don't I, like ja- Zack Snyder? I I think he's okay. I just I would like to see somebody closer in line with a you know with a joss whedon or russo brothers where they're not as focused on the action as they are the story with Zack snyder his biggest focus is the action and the spectacle he's he he's he's more he's more on the side of michael bay than joss whedon you know what i mean like if you're putting michael bay and joss whedon on two ends of a spectrum he's definitely more on the michael bay side Well, if you go back and watch man of steel mm-hmm. it's like it has everything like story-wise it's it does you know it has everything sacrifice Trying to cope with uh, losing his father because he couldn't use his powers. Well, that's what I and being an alien on a different planet. It's all good. It just I didn't think it, it's it, gloomy. It didn't fit very well yeah. together. It would be okay in a Batman movie to have but, that type of story, but like in a Superman movie and a Justice League movie, like I, I don't like the gloom. I don't I, like the. Doom I thought and gloom. it was pretty good. Like the movie itself is pretty good, but I like Man of Steel. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, I do like it. There's something about it that just is wrong, but it had everything it needed. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. It's not where it should have been. It's not as hopeful. It's not as bright. It's not as as aspirational as a Superman movie should be. Well, it ended really dark, like with the entire city being destroyed. Exactly. Which they're taking full advantage of in the new one. They are. It, it's so. a, it's good. It's good world building. It's just 
for Justice League, like the the I think the best Justice League ever written is the Justice League cartoons. You know, and that Justice League is very aspirational. It's a very it's it's a very hopeful team. Even when the stories get get dark and get grim, it's still a you know a a hopeful outlook. It's it's a an optimistic type of of mindset. You know, whereas Superman is like, oh look how shitty everything is, or Man of Steel. I mean, you know that yeah. type of cartoon and that storytelling is look how great we can make this. You know, like light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Exactly, always looking up to the light. Um, and that you know, I mean, that's that's I guess the reason that those stories resonate with me more and why the be- the comics that I think are the best are the ones that are like that. I mean, there are certain exceptions with, you know, like Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns and some of the Daredevil stuff, but I think the 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 most I don't know, the the ones that adapt most well to screen especially for the the team-up films and and you know, Justice League or Avengers films are the aspirational ones, you know? Like the first Avengers movie, a very aspirational film. Yeah, the whole team-up at the end. Totally. And same with, like, the Iron Man movies. And, and even Captain America Winter Soldier was super aspirational. You know, like, the world was going to crap. But the reason that it worked is because Steve Rogers was always looking up. You know? Like, that that's entire... his character. Exactly. That's He's the most famous for that. He is. Well, but so is Superman in the comics. Superman's more famous for that than Steve Rogers is in the comics. I don't know. Because Steve Rogers in the comics a lot of times has been a, a stubborn a-hole. Like... Yeah, I've read quite a bit, um, quite a bit of stuff about Steve Rogers now. Uh huh. Um, actually, from the Ultimate Universe, but it's the same. I character. love Ultimate Captain America. Uh, I sh- I'm, dude, I'm still reading tons of that crap. But yeah, Steve Rogers is kind of an annoying dude. Yeah. Like he's exactly how he is in the in the movies. Yeah, kind of like a stubborn, like we got to do the right thing all the time. Yeah, he's he's very like, set in his ways. He's, yeah, I mean, he's like a sixty year old man. <laughs> I know. It's like, dude, come on, just for a minute. Please, yeah, knock it off. I know, and that's and that's the thing is like Superman is Superman is kind of similar in a way that he's always you know Superman's always just like the the big sort of lovable like optimistic guy, the smile on his face, Boy Scout, you know. Yeah. Okay, I got a question for you. Okay. All right. So I was talking to my coworker at work who thinks it is completely and utterly ridiculous having Batman face off against Superman when Superman can completely annihilate Batman without even having to think. And I was like. I try to explain it, and I don't know too much about the characters or Bat or Superman. You know, uh-huh. like why? And I was like, "Man, you got to listen to my buddy because he tell he was telling me it's like it's not about his power and no. what he can do." So, the, answer this question to Jeff, so my coworker Jeff. The fight between Superman and Batman is not about who wins physically. It's always an ideological fight, and the long and short of it is. Batman is much more ideologically strong than Superman is in terms of his his will and his you know how set he is in his ways and the things that he believes is right. Batman is more driven and more determined to do exactly what he thinks is right than Superman is. And for instance, the the comic book that they're pulling a lot from for this story is Dark Knight Returns. When Superman and Batman face off in Dark Knight Returns, the fight is Batman will not go along with the basically the the corruption and the absolute just infestation that's going on in the city and he is going to do whatever it takes to fix and bring new life back into a city superman is doing basically whatever the government asks kind of like what it it seems like is going to be happening here in batman v superman Um, and in batman v superman it seems like it's out of remorse it seems like superman is is very guilty for what happened to metropolis and so as a response to that he decided you know what i'm just going to do 
what they ask. You know, it's not my place to bring all this harm and all this danger to this earth that I am not, you know, that, that I wasn't born to. And so I'm going to do whatever this government asks and basically be a good guy, follow the rules. With Batman, he's going, look, you cannot, especially with that kind of power, you cannot put yourself into the hands of these people because when, especially when governments and when, when people seek after power and seek to control power, they absolutely always abuse it. And so I am always going to act as, as an, an independent agent, basically setting, setting things right. I'm going to protect my city however I see fit, and I'm not going to let some government tell me how, I'm, how I can do that and how I can't. And Batman is the leader that Superman needs to be. In this movie, it's, it's I, I am the symbol. I am what represents you know, what, what heroes should be and what we should stand for. All you are right now is a puppet, you know? And so it's, it's, it's not about Superman beating up Batman because then Batman wins. If Superman kills Batman, he wins. He was the idea that stood up and refused to give in even when there was ultimate power against him. And Superman is never going to kill Batman because he knows that it's morally wrong despite the fact that, like, it doesn't... It, he's, you know, it's, it's morally wrong to Superman. Superman's moral compass will not allow him to kill a human being. You know, and that's the reason he killed Zod. He killed Zod because Zod had absolute power and he was using it to terrorize and destroy the humans. And so Superman would not allow himself to take a human life, especially on this planet that has given him so much and cared for him so much. He's just not going to do that. And I think that's the problem that people don't see when they talk about Superman killing and killing Zod. I don't think this Superman is about not killing. He's about not killing people not killing humans not not repaying their gratitude and their hospitality for keeping him on this earth and and basically allowing him to be one of them he's not going to repay that with killing them you know especially because they're i mean to him really they are insects he can kill anybody anytime he wants to as far as humans go he says that in the trailer to batman totally he's like i could have ended this but he's not going to because he, he can't for him it's like it's like, you know, it's, it's like the, the big dude just picking on a little guy. That's not Superman. He's not just going to pick on the little dude. It is a David and Goliath story, though. Absolutely. Except for Goliath is not trying to kill David. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I think it's really interesting. Um, dude, you got to see the freaking trailer. <laughs> there is one thing in it that you need to see. But I'm not going to say anything about that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Superman even says it in the trailers that you have seen is that he's not too happy about Batman doing his own thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, Iron Man and Captain America. Exactly. Like one's for freedom and one's for order. And I would say Superman's more for the like. All right, I want to fix everything on the you know the Iron Man side. And in these two movies, yeah, Superman and Iron Man are more aligned ideologically uh, than yeah. Superman and Captain America, which is the funny thing of how these this is all played out in the movies. I know it's because like in the in Marvel universe, Captain America is the Boy Scout. Yeah, and so is Superman, but. You know, their ide ideology. Yeah. Well, Captain America, in, in the comics, is, ide yeah, their ideology. But in, in the comics, yeah, Captain America's always been, you know, work for the government, you know, be, be a soldier, be a good soldier, obey orders, and that's it. You know, and then it wasn't until the Civil War comic storyline that that started to, to differentiate. Well, he's about freedom, and he knows that the, you know, the system's being corrupted. And that's the new Captain America. That's, yeah. that's, that's where Batman. he's evolved to. Batman knows the system's corrupted. Absolutely. And he's never been a part of it, and he's like, I'm going to do my own thing. And Superman's like, you can't do that. Yeah, he's, yeah no, he's you not going to get... beat give... up criminals in the 
streets. That's wrong. Exactly. Well, and it's like the line that Luther has in that first trailer where he says, the oldest lie in the book or whatever is that power can be innocent. And Batman knows that. People with power are not innocent. No matter what, you have that much power, you are going to do something wrong with it. No matter what. And so with him, and he even looks at himself. You know, Bruce Wayne has a lot of power, and Batman knows. He's done, he's done bad things as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. But even knowing that, he is going to essentially still fight the power that he is so, he's so well acquainted with. You know, he knows who Lex Luthor is. He knows who the people in the government are. He's a freaking billionaire. He associates with them all the time. And so he's not going to allow himself to be their puppet like Superman has. You know what I mean? Totes. That's our our spiel on Batman versus Superman fight. I really like the story. I hope hope it's well executed. I think it will be. Um, I think it's going to be, even if it does kind of, you know, suck, it'll be better than Man of Steel. Man of Steel was pretty good. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, so even that article, the concession that that article gave, even if, you know, if if anything of that is true, then sure, whatever. But like the one thing they said is that everyone was very impressed with Ben Affleck's Batman. All the Batman stuff was awesome, but then the rest of the stuff around it, I guess, you know, crumbles or whatever. But again, that's just a rumor, and I don't hold any weight behind it because it's unsubstantiated. I don't know. I do agree that I think they got Batman right. Um, it's up for de- debate on whether everything else fits, and I, you know, we haven't seen the movie, so yeah. we don't know for for no sure, but. As far as I know in the previews mm-hmm. is I think there might be a chance that there might be something off. The same thing that was wrong with Man of Steel, just like that X factor that's like something's off. Yeah. You know? I don't I know I, sometimes I just can't explain it. Totally. But no, and, and that's the thing, is like I have really high hopes for this movie, but I am nervous just because of the the Zack Snyder factor, you know, the the how many characters are in this movie factor, things like that. But yeah, they the thing that that article said was that it was it was Ben Affleck's Batman and Jesse Eisenberg's Luther actually. Oh, were the best parts. Really? From what I've seen in the trailers, Jesse Eisenberg drives me nuts as Lex Luthor. It's like, we'll see what. Hello, happens. how are you, Bruce Wayne? Shut <laughs> up! I'm gonna slap you, silly. Maybe that's what he's going for, you know? Oh, exactly. He's the make him hate him early on. So he's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I like Jesse Eisenberg half the time. Yep. So we'll have to see. Yeah, but um. um yeah, well let's let's uh let's let's move right uh right along here. Um and talk about a little bit of news. So Star Wars episode eight has officially begun production. Production? Yep. Not filming. No filming. Pit filming? Yeah, they they've been in pre production for a while. When they begin production, that means they're filming. Oh man. So you got pre production is the the writing and, and you know creative process of getting the story in line. Then you have production which is filming, and then post production is all the editing and effects and all that stuff. Gotcha. So they're um, filming right now. Where? They're filming photo bomb. Uh, somewhere, somewhere in some place. Like basically, right on the island that the uh, that the last movie begun or last movie ended. How do you think we can get to that island? Don't know. I bet I can find a boat. I can make. A Let's boat. get a boat. We'll just swim. We'll just swim across the earth until we see it. See the Millennium Falcon. We've yeah. arrived. We found it. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be an extra in any movie, I think that one would be a pretty cool one. Oh, absolutely. Oh, dude, I would I would give my left nut to be an extra in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I know a guy. You know, you know a guy. Um, He's a weird guy. Speaking of Star Wars, there was so this last week was Valentine's Day, and I think it'd be uh, quite apropos to uh, give a few little uh, Valentines, Valentine's Star Wars, um, Valentine's Star Wars. Yeah, Star Star Wars Valentines here. So here's here's a poem. Roses are red. 
Padme's turning blue. This is how it feels when Vader loves you. And it's got uh, Anakin Skywalker doing his force choke thing. Uh, here's one more. It's a Valentine. Uh, <laughs> says, baby, are you the force? Because I don't really know how you work and you intimidate me, to be honest. It's <laughs> a pretty good one. Uh, I didn't see it's that. From, uh, that's from Finn. Uh, now, here, here's one that I found really funny. You're, so you watch Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how similar would you say the characters of Luke Skywalker and Jamie Lannister are? Pretty similar. Parallel. There are a lot of parallels, so check this out. And here's this is just a, a, a quick Tumblr post uh, with a few fun little things to think about. On a scale of Luke Skywalker to Jamie Lannister, how well would you deal with losing your right hand? <laughs> on the, the next one, or on a scale of Luke Skywalker to Jamie Lannister, how well would you deal with latent sexual feelings for your sister? <laughs> I think Jamie Lannister is on the... <laughs> completely he's, opposite <laughs> he's definitely on the on the bad end of that but he did do better with losing his hand than luke did, did um he? actually i guess he maybe not worse, he got a worse replacement he did I get mean, a, a, golden, a much worse replacement a golden stub boss. on a scale of luke skywalker to jamie lannister how well would you deal with your dad being an utter bastard with unresolved issues about the death of his wife <laughs> And finally, on I don't a s- know which one's worse. Who's worst, Darth Vader or uh, for the respective uh, genres or universes, See, whatever you want to call it? It's tough because Tywin Lannister did not kill his wife. You know, she died in childbirth. Yeah, but he's got the little imp, as they say. To- That's true. Well, I guess actually they both died in childbirth. The difference, though, Vader did choke Padme. She didn't. He didn't kill her. But he did not help. Yeah, but the thing is, well, I guess they both. Darth Vader liked Luke Skywalker, right? Yeah. I mean, never knew he had him. But Tywin always loved Jamie. He did love Jamie. He didn't love Tyrion, though. Not at all. Dude, Vader, thought, Vader doesn't have a kid he hates. I think Vader likes both, uh, both Luke and Leia. It seems that way, anyway. I mean, I mean, sure, he and Leia like did not interact that much, but I know he's like. It's all about his son. He's like, you have a daughter too, by the way. Like, just BT dubs. Whatever. I don't even care. I did, Does she have a lightsaber? Just, does she know how to use the force? Yeah, she doesn't have yeah. a lightsaber. Doesn't matter. Uninterested. <laughs> that Ray, though. That's true. I wonder how Vader would feel about Ray. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta give the edge to to Tywin. I think he's the bigger asshole. Oh, he's a douchebag. He's gotten a lot better though. Like at first, I'm like, I hate this guy. Uh huh. He pushes a kid out of the freaking window. No, that was Jamie. Tywin. Tywin's oh. the dad. Oh, I thought you were saying. I'm like, Luke Skywalker's not a douchebag. No, no, no. I think I think Tywin is a bigger asshole than Vader. Yeah, dude. I hate Tywin. Totally. Like I thought for a second that he was like cool with uh, Tyrion. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, "F you." <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "You deserve to get shot on the toilet." Oh, totally. <laughs> twice um okay and then the last one on a scale of luke skywalker to jamie lannister how well would you deal with the fact that your nephew is a complete and total douche (laughs) oh dude um Tyrion has the edge on that one he's got the douchier nephew yeah you mean jamie i mean i guess Tyrion too but it's Uh, a comparison of jamie to luke no uh oh yeah freaking heck jamie (laughs) sorry it's all right yeah, no, I agree. Joffrey is a way bigger douche than oh, Kylo Ren. I hate Joffrey. That's the most hated character in any oh, absolutely. entertainment. Well, whatever. dude, and fun fact, Jack Gleason actually uh, retired from acting. The guy who played Joffrey. Well, I mean, 
he's the most hated character. How do you come back from that? That's a, I mean, it was a good acting job, though. I think for him, it's just he doesn't have any interest in acting. I think he's becoming like a doctor or something like that. Why yeah. would you be a doctor when you could be a famous actor? I know. <laughs> Grass is always greener. Um, I want to save lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the little the little Star Wars minute here. Um, but let's uh, let's get into to some things from the internet, Chase. We yes, got, we got a lot of. Part. I know. Isn't this a fun segment? Um, so let's do let's do some things from the internet. This first one is kind of crazy. Man skipped work for six years and nobody noticed until he won an award. Uh, what? <laughs> yep. So for six years, a building supervisor in Spain quietly collected a $41,500 salary from his local government without showing up for work. For six years, Chase. And <laughs> he would have gotten away with it, too. If it wasn't for him getting an award for his 20 years of loyal service. Loyal service. Loyal service. Uh, wow. Yoquan Garcia, 69, was recently fined $30,000 for the extended paid vacation from a water treatment plant in Cadiz. A maximum pen- the maximum penalty government officials could deliver, the BBC reported. Which is crazy because... That's not even a year. Th- yeah, that's not even a year of his salary that he just basically stole. All right, I'm going to be honest... If you don't notice that one of your employees is not showing up for work yeah, for the six employee, years, the employee is probably not the problem. And then you give him an award, dude. It's your fault. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. Basically, he got one of those automatic awards for like, oh, you've been with us forever. Yeah, so he he had been doing the job for fourteen years, and then, and then he what? Just, like, how do you pull that off though? Like, you just don't show up to work. Like, one well, he was. I mean, he was the building day, manager, so I guess there like, was no one on site above him. Nobody you know, his, his boss was somewhere in another building somewhere. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to try it again. Day two. Nobody noticed. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, like, and over that 14 years, there were, on. like, a couple of weeks that he'd just leave and stuff and see if anything happened. No. Oh, that, that could and be true. He, yeah. And then he probably, like. he just started one day. He, he could have just been like, F it, I'm leaving. And then two weeks later, he's like, they haven't, they still keep sending me money. <laughs> they haven't noticed. Like, I, I thought I quit. I thought I made it clear that not showing up. Whatever, whatever. And then he just kept doing it. And then he's like, two years later, he's like, I think I could make a living off this. <laughs> Dude, if I was getting paid 41000 not to do anything, that'd, that'd be amazing. I'd take a second job just so I could work that second job <laughs> and get double the money. You know, like, I'd just go to school. Yeah. Try and get some cool degree for something oh, that's true, yeah. weird. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably make a lot of podcasts and YouTube videos, actually, if I'm being honest. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's what I'm doing already. I just have like, you know, eight hours, 10 hours more a day to do it. Dude, imagine eight hours of... Uh, of being able to do this crap. I know, right? Yeah, you know, we have so much content. I know. You and I, you and I like managed to squeeze in like maybe, you know, two, three hours at the most every week. And it's like, okay, we got it, you know. If we were able to got do, this. you know, eight hours a day, oh. Everybody would be sick of us. That's probably true. They're already sick of us. Oh no, they everyone is. Um <laughs> so Jeez, guys. according to Deputy Mayor Jorge Bias, uh it wasn't until Garcia was due to be recognized for his hard work in twenty ten that authorities realized his office was sitting vacant. I wondered whether he was still working there. Uh had he retired, had he died? But the payout showed he was still receiving a salary, Bias told the Spanish newspaper El Mundo, according to the local. Uh I called him up and asked him, what did you do yesterday? The month before, the month before that. He didn't know what to say. He's like, <laughs> he's like oh, crap. 
Because, like, for six years, uh, he's had that thought at the back of his mind, like, what if they what call I, today? Like, what if they catch me? Like, what do I do? Like, yeah. And then it never happened, so he kind of, like, brushed it off. as like, whatever. And then that one day it happens, he doesn't think it's real. It's, he's just like, this is happening. Yeah. They found out. Well, then, so Dang. Garcia's water company co-workers thought the plant was being overseen by local authorities because they hadn't seen him in so long. Garcia's attorney, speaking on his behalf, reportedly blamed bullying at his workplace for his absence. Right. <laughs> That's, that, that is lawyer work right there. It's like, oh, crap. I've got to find some excuse that would have justified this. That got being that lawyer. Bullying. Be like, hey, uh, can you uh, make up some excuses why I didn't show up for work for six years and still collected $41,000 a year? Hundreds of thousands of dollars for zero Oh, man. Oh, okay. Here's, here's what he did for that six years. People close to Garcia told El Mundo that he dedicated himself to reading philosophy instead and that he did not report the bullying out of fear that he could be fired. Garcia retired after the allegations came to light, though he, though he denies wrongdoing. He denies wrongdoing. <laughs> hey, they kept giving him money, man. I didn't do anything wrong. They paid me for six years for something I wasn't doing at all. <laughs> I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> In the end, a court sided with the government, recently ordering him to pay the five-digit fine. Uh, Garcia has since petitioned uh, to the deputy mayor not to pay the fine and to have the judgment reviewed, the local reported. He wants more people reviewing this? Yeah, he so yeah, he wants he wants basically he wants them to revisit it and 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 you know, try and save him. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that is that is some crazy. People, some people. Yeah. That's um, true, right? What do you mean? The the story is true. The story Oh yeah, that story is true. It's on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> um, okay. Now, the uh so have you heard of the Tribeca Film Festival Chase? Mm. So it's a film festival that's been going on for 15 years now. So they're uh, they're on their 15th annual uh, festival, and they're taking major steps this year to keep up with uh, the ever changing storytelling platforms. First, by embracing virtual reality, and now by opening up a competition in which filmmakers are being invited to submit short films created on Snapchat. Okay, yeah, cool. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, Snapchat. How do you make a movie on Snapchat? Short films, I guess. Very short. Ten seconds. I mean, I guess. I guess it'd be a, a like. It looks like it might be like a. I don't. I don't know if it's like literally just ten second Snapchats, or if it's like a compilation of somebody's ten second Snapchats. Oh, like telling a story. Like, look at this is me walking into the store. This is me buying something from the store. This is me no. eating the sandwich I bought. So you'd make it. I, I think it would still be sort of a fiction setting. You know, where it's it's not just like you know documenting what you're doing, where it would be a fiction setting. Yeah, but no, I mean that's snippets. the story storytelling yeah. platform is like like ten seconds at a time, and then they're like, you know how like basically how people use Snapchat now mm. is they're like, look, I'm gonna go longboarding. Look, I'm longboarding. Look, I crashed. Be. Ow, look at my boo boo on my knee. And then like, <laughs> all right, I'm done. It seems, yeah. So and this is actually something that's that they partnered with Snapchat on uh, the actual company. Uh, let's see. The festival is partnering with the app to invite all Snapchat users to create a story exclusively on the platform. Uh, the film cannot extend to, okay, so 200 seconds is the maximum and has to be downloaded and submitted to the festival by March 8th. 
Uh, submissions up, uh, open on February 27th. A panel of celebrity jurors and famous Snapchatters, including DJ Khaled, will select... DJ I know, right? This is... DJ Khaled! You got the best snaps! I don't know. I Another trying. one. <laughs> Another one. Uh, Another one. Dude, I think it's interesting. I, th- I say we do it. Yeah, why not? TNBC Snapchat. Yeah, two hundred. Hey, we've seconds. got our we've got our channel. TNBC Snapchat. Yeah, at that might be cool. We're gonna make a movie. It's gonna be about two podcasters <laughs> doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> playing video games and recording videos and talking about things on the internet. And then at the very end, the world ends. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> just a giant at, explosion. We're actually in space. <laughs> yeah. This is all just a very mundane dream. Um, yeah, dude, we'll do something crazy like that. <laughs> okay. Mind-boggling. Now, here's some cool news, and this is something that like has been you know announced that they were starting to try um, like a year or two ago, but it is it's been announced now that they it is done. That, like this is something they can actually do now is 3D print body parts, fully functioning body parts. What kind of body parts are you talking about? Ears, uh, any like they can so like. For instance, if like you, a flesh, yeah, like flesh. So, so they can three oh, D print like uh, replacement arms. Uh, not, I mean, they they can three D print, you know, like bionic arms and stuff, but it's not like like organs. But what they can like do with three D printing tissue, they can make an ear that your your body would actually adopt, and it would become your physical ear. Dude, can you do like pointy elf ears? You probably could. Dude, people would be cutting their ears off, cutting off body parts. Be like, hey, I want something new. Yeah, well, what's yeah. so what's what's crazy is that they basically um, and they're they're also going to be doing it like able to do it for like bla- uh, organs and stuff like bladders, and they're hoping to be able to do it for hearts and crazy oh, stuff like that, dude. So to get more and more complex, you know, organs are the next thing after like you know external things like ears and noses and stuff. Science, Mister White. Science. Science. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, no, it's it's freaking amazing, and actually, oh, apparently, okay. So here's what they printed. They've printed muscle structures, bone, and ear tissues so far. With a little more work, the technology could uh, revolutionize the way we approach surgical replacements and finally make plenty of sci-fi biotechnology scenarios a reality. Um, So yeah, and it's cool because it actually, with the 3D printing, there's a certain amount of artificial material, but um, a high percentage of it is basically like human tissue. So they're 3D printing with human tissue in a little bit of artificial material. And then what they do is it's kind of like Swiss cheese where there's a lot of holes in it. It's very perforated. And so then when they you know stitch like one of these 3D printed ears, they would stitch it to you. And then your tissue would start to slowly because it would recognize and start to kind of basically take over this artificial ear and start filling in the holes. And eventually, you know, I don't know how long the time huh. is for that, but eventually it would become a full actual ear. And they're hoping with organs they'd be able to do the same. That's crazy. It's insane. I think I saw that in Ultron. In Ultron? Age of Ultron, they had a cradle that could print flesh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, it's, it, that's this. The... I mean, he printed a whole body. Dude, imagine being able, like, what if they can eventually print an entire body? That would be. Dude. Like a brain? Then I can make a brain and, like, make a human being. Yeah. Is it possible? I'm using my intense voice. It could be. To try to make it more intense. I mean, I mean honestly, let's, let's say honestly. Once they get to the point where they can do hearts and stuff like that, how long do you think it would be before they could do a brain? Yeah, but the, would the brain have, like, a, a conscience? Who knows? 
consciousness, whatever. That's the thing. And that's the big question is like, you know, because because what the f makes a personality? You know, like what we don't know. (laughs) Oh, I think they know a lot of stuff about the brain that can. They know a decent amount, but still not like I don't know, man. I don't know anything about it, so this is all science fiction to me. They know where and like what happens, but they still don't know like why exactly how it happens and all that. You know, like that'd be insane. Because like, yeah, that would be the biggest test of it. Is like, can we create a fully artificial brain and still have? A personality and 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 person and this be a person you know like a fully dude I'd be super person. interested to like see like if they could print like a human being I don't know if it's possible it's probably not even possible It'll, but at, at some point with this type sake, of stuff the evolution of this like let's say we follow this down the rabbit hole and it becomes possible then it's gonna be like a matrix thing you know like they take over the world and all of a sudden no more humans it's all yeah. these people printing other people. And that's how you make a, an army. You make clones and, you can and control stuff. how their brain works, so you can make them obedient. Well, and then like, okay, so and then here's the other thing too. Maybe that's what we are. So people always talk about like you know the fa- like the the thing where uh, you know people suspect that it's not just your brain that your personality comes from. You know that, that other parts of you still you know kind of have things to do with that. And so a big question would also be if somebody got a brain transplant, would they still be the same person afterwards? You know like. If they got a if they got a full brain transplant, they had like a brain tumor. A brain transplant. Yeah. So this is in the world where we can three D print brains. Yeah, it'd be like a completely different. Like the brain is what well, makes. But that's everything. the that's that's the question is because there's been a, there's been a lot of theories from from scientists about you know our brain makes up a good portion of it, but apparent yeah. but a lot of people think that there's a lot of other factors that play into it from Dude, other organs. Like well, your people get um, head injuries, they uh, change their personality quite a bit. Like some no, people can, can be. Sure. Di- I've known people that said like after someone got in a motorcycle crash, mm-hmm. they became a totally completely different person than no, they because, didn't know before. Yeah, because modifying like you know messing messing with your brain and impacting your brain is the same with like drug abuse and stuff like that. It will alter your personality. But let's say they they basically scan the person's brain, create an image I'll of their create- brain. A copy. Create a copy of their brain with 3D printing and then see if they are the same person afterwards. You know, or oh, what changes right. and how it changes or what stays the same. That would be even a bigger test is what stays the same. Even if you put a completely new artificial brain, what things would remain in terms of their personality? I can see. This is how I can see it going. So they're like, all right, we're done. This is the first ever brain transplant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's dead. Well, sure, he's, he's dead. But let's say eventually they. I mean, I, I guarantee you, yeah, they're, they'd probably have you know a lot of error before they would have success. Um, it sounds like a secret government project, like in Deadpool. Well, it would have to be so, and it would be one of those things where people with terminal illnesses that could not be cured might sign up for it. You know, because are you going to start the next what the next program? Maybe you're suggesting that this this basically the plot of, of Deadpool. Deadpool and and Wolverine. Yeah, the X yeah. X. You know, well, but I mean, I'm it just happens. Trying to tie in some comic book stuff to our comic book show. <laughs> no, it's, and it's true. This is this is basically the Weapon X thing, um, but it does happen in real life where people with terminal illnesses will will basically go, okay, you know what? Let's let's do something for science. Let's try to create a breakthrough here. And yeah, a lot of the times it fails, but a lot of the times it does create a breakthrough. You just like wake up, dude. I thought I was dead. No, we figured it out. Sweet. God. I was really I was really counting on that. I had all my eggs in this basket. Because either that or I was going to die. Yeah, well, and then if it does happen, like, you're the coolest person on Earth, you know? Yeah, you're, like, instantly famous. Yeah, like, you have a fake brain. Like, you have a man-made brain. Everybody's going to think you're going to take over the world. I know, that's true. Well, and then, because mm-hmm. then, that'd be the thing, too, is, like, you know, if we make this brain and it turns out, like, that it is, like, this programmed robot, it would probably be smart enough to be like, no, guys, I'm a human. 
Hmm. You know, and then it would fool us, and then eventually, once we're all artificial beings, it's like we won. Well, actually, have you ever? There's actually I, I watched Ancient Aliens, uh-huh. and uh, I did like some like YouTube research about all this stuff. But that's actually uh, what the origins of what is it? What is the very first civilization? The Mayans, the Incan, no, oh, the Mesopotamia. Sam, or, I mean, not Mesopotamia. Uh, uh, Samar- Pangaea. No, Samar- Samurai. Samaritans. Sad. No. Good Sumerians? Sumerians. Yeah, is that no. Sumerians? It's something with an S. Anyway, they have uh, their mytho- mythology is the Anunnaki, uh-huh. the people that came down looking for gold, uh-huh. and they created us so they didn't have to mine the gold themselves. Because, And there's theories about the aliens using this gold to refurbish their uh, atmosphere because they effed it up on this some planet that has such a huge orbit of the sun that it comes around every, like, Two or three thousand. Oh, years. that's the planet that they just found out uh, beyond Pluto. Yeah, Planet X. Or yeah. sh- shoot, it was a long time ago. I can't remember all the the names. Uh but um, it has some name. But people call it Planet X. But yeah, it's really interesting. I don't know if it's real. Some dude at my work was going off about it. He's the kind of guy that's like, it's like, oh, dude, you actually believe in religion and blah blah blah. No way. And then he's sitting here over like, no, this is the real thing. There was actually one of the gods from the world was Satane, <laughs> Satan. And I'm like, dude, shut up. But it is fascinating. <laughs> that is fascinating. Because it's actually written down mythology. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. No, I, I do. I, I love studying mythology and I love theories about aliens and all that stuff. Like, Yeah, I do. Me too. I'm a huge nut for all that. Yeah. For me, I don't really have much I don't of actually like a... believe, believe it, but I love to read the stories and the theories. Yeah. And, well, there's a lot stories, of stories, mythology. There's a lot of it that I that like in my mind. I'm just like that would be so cool if that were real. That's you know, like, basically comic books. Totally. Like think Absolutely. about it. Like everything in comic books is like you know made up stories of mm-hmm. mytholo- mythological oh, yeah. people and uh, comic aliens. I mean, comic books are the American mythology. They yeah. really are, dude. That's yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, no. When people when people talk about like you know Greek mythology and all the you know like Norse mythology and stuff like that, yeah, comic books and American and superheroes. Gods. Yeah. Superheroes are the American mythology. That's cool. Which is freaking. I like how we dope. tied that in at the end. Right? That's yeah. Funny. No, we're freaking. I did not even plan that. I'm. We're just that freaking. We're so good, good at being nerds, this. dude. Like, it's freaking <laughs> sick. <laughs> um, right, what else we got on the roster of the uh, list? What, is, what do we call it? I, I, who knows? Um, agenda. What sure, do, agenda. What do you call our list? <laughs> For a meeting. That was yeah. So I mean, that was that was pretty much all the things from the internet uh, this week. Um, but we do have a few, you know, sort of, uh, newsworthy, you know, or, or kind of just geek news items. Um, you ready for geek news? Geek news. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Doo-doo. so first Adam McKay, the director of the big short and, uh, one of the writers on Ant-Man and the director of Anchorman, uh, and Ricky Bobby will return, um, for Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, uh, it, it will be the same director as Ant-Man, which is, um, oh shoot, what was his name? Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed will be the director for yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and Adam McKay apparently will be returning and will be involved in some portion. So I'm sure he'll probably be, you know, one of the writers, um, which is good news. I freaking love Adam McKay. Did you see the big short? Not yet. You went and saw it without me. Without I did. Me. I, I'm down to see it again, man, if you want to go see it. I'd rather see Deadpool again. Yeah, I probably too. <laughs> it is, I'll see it eventually. It was a really good movie, and I, I think Adam McKay is a brilliant guy. Like every interview that I've watched with him has been actually really insightful. He's a smart man, and he's he's actually really funny. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah, 
So awesome. here's some uh, here's some Kingsman two news. Uh, oh, the villain. Yeah, I saw that too. So it's uh, Julianne Moore is in talks now to play the villain in Kingsman two. I think she can pull it off. Absolutely. If you do, if you don't know who Julianne Moore is, uh, she played President Coin in the Hunger Games movies. Not President Coin. Yeah, no, they called is her it President. President Coin? They called her President Coin. What a, she was president of the new order or whatever the hell. Yeah, what a bit. Yeah, just kidding. Um, I th- I think she'd do a great job as a as a villain in that universe. Yeah, she's got that. Like, she's very menacing. Yeah, like evil. Like oh, so she's up to something. So. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, dang it! I actually did have a couple more things from the internet. We'll uh, we'll do that right toward the end. Um, another piece of news is that Netflix is currently reviewing Young Justice stats for a potential season three. Oh, they, they're going to do it. I freaking hope they're doing it. And, it's got and, the fan base, and it's stuck around since season two ended. Absolutely. If they don't do it, it'd be kind of a dumb move, considering some of the stuff they're actually doing. Yep. So Totally. I would give it like a 99% chance of happening. I really That's hope That's so. my opinion. Yeah. I, I think so, too. But for everyone, let's, let's kind of push it over the edge. So everyone listening right now, go watch some episodes of Young Justice. Pretty, pretty please. Uh, Boost up the... Netflix watching stats or whatever totally. the frick they look at. Yeah, totally. Because it's just it's a freaking good show. Um, and then here's some uh, here's some quick like cell phone uh, geek. Because Chase, both you and I have worked uh, with cell phones before. Uh, for you for, are currently for our, working in cell phones. I am. I am currently working in cell phones. Uh, first piece of news is there is a very quick and easy way that you can brick your iPhone. If you never want to use your iPhone again, there is an easy way to do that. Brick it? Brick it. Completely brick it. Make it completely useless forever. Like make it a brick? Yeah, make it as useful as a brick because there's nothing oh. you can do with it. Why would you do that? Uh, you wouldn't. But if you wanted to, for some reason, just go into your phone's date and time settings and set it to January 1st, 1970. If you set and save that date, your iPhone will stop working. What? Yep. Dude, you can mess with people's phones. You really could. That's like the ultimate dick move. That is, yeah, <laughs> no. Seriously, like that is the dickiest of dick moves. Let's see if it works. You got two iPhones right there. <laughs> I do. I'm not going to try it. Try it. I need them. It's for science. Nope. Um, Come on, man. No, man. Those are, those are my phones. You know, if, uh, if that were true, I'd probably try it when I was fixing phones. <laughs> like, I don't know. Your phone's just effed. <laughs> like what <laughs> I didn't do oh anything to it it's not my fault I was just messing around with date and setting times why are we doing that I don't know, just, I don't know. You know? here's your brick go have fun <laughs> that ain't a brick that's a dang phone Ugh. yeah uh, <laughs> which is, it's it's so weird that that's actually a thing that exists um, but seriously though don't do that to your phone otherwise it is not going to work anymore um, well, I guess actually, but if you do do it, let us know. I'd really like to know if it's true. So I wonder if people, you know, like, let's say you're, you're at the very end of your, like you're, you've got like a week left on your warranty with Apple and you're like, oh, this battery life is kind of sucking. You know, things aren't going well with this phone. <gasps> I know what I'll do. I'll brick it and then take it into Apple and make them replace it. Cause I'm right at the end of my warranty. Unless they know you did that. But you can't be like, they can't be like, hey, you did this. And be like, what? I didn't know they changing it to 1970. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do anything. Exactly. It's not like you threw it at a wall. Dude, my cousin went in with his iPhone 5. Uh-huh. Because it was acting weird. Yeah. And they said it was slightly bent. <laughs> this is some, should I say the company name? 
Uh, yeah, why not? Simply Mac. Huh. I looked at the phone, dude. I'm like, there's no way it is crooked enough to make the phone stop working in a software type of way. Have him, have him go ahead and just go into a different store. He's going to. But he I was goes. like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Is like, they little, like they took it out of his hand, looked at it, and said, oh, it's bent. And he's like, no, no, I don't think it's bent. Yeah, it's slightly, slightly bent. I was like, that sounds like somebody having a bad the- day and just not wanting to help somebody. I was like, that is the biggest BS load of crap I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, no. I looked at the phone. And if it was bent, I could tell. I would be have able him, to tell. Yeah, no, have him have him go to the. I mean, normally normally Simply Mac is awesome. I've actually had some some good luck working with them before, but just have him go up to the Apple corporate store. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Ugh, that's ridiculous. It was like the other day. Um, okay, and and speaking of Apple, speaking of the big uh, the big white and gray, um, the apples were green and red. Not anymore. They're white and gray now. Shoot. Um. They, the wrong kind of apples. Yeah, Ab- Apple is, and by the time you're here in this episode, this has probably spread to just about everybody you know, and you've probably seen it all over Facebook. Apple took a big stand this week. Uh, this is one of the first things that Apple's done that's actually genuinely impressed me, where the FBI was basically trying to coerce Apple into creating a software backdoor in, basically in, in the iOS software, creating a backdoor so that basically any iPhone could be hacked with the proper you know the proper decryption algorithm and Apple not only did they tell the FBI no but then they wrote an open letter to their customers to everybody really telling them exactly what happened that took some balls that's good to hear i mean unless it was all publicity stunt yeah like we need some good pr i suppose or whatever yeah i mean if this is true and this this letter comes directly from Tim Cook the CEO of Apple um if this is true, this means that Taylor Swift has more influence over Apple than the FBI does. What did she make him do? Uh, Taylor, I, I can't remember. It was in the news like a couple of weeks ago. Um, let me find out. Taylor Swift, Apple Music. Uh, oh, Taylor Swift saved Apple Music, apparently. Good um, for her. Yeah. Yeah. Save that music, T-Swift. <laughs> T-Swizzle. I get. Yeah, it's... That's so weird. Uh, yeah, how did she? How did she save Apple Music? I didn't know it needed saving, but I guess it's the hero that music deserves. Let's see. Okay, when I da, 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 da. oh, let's see. Okay, Apple Music will be offering. Oh, that was just the the news story playing a video. Um, I'll just read the article out loud. When I woke Sunday, I was greeted with by multiple stories about Taylor Swift's open letter to Apple and its CEO Tim Cook. In the note, she took the company to task for its decision not to pay artists during an initial three-month trial of Apple Music, the new streaming service. Okay. So Apple, basically, with streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music and stuff like that, they have an agreement where they will pay, kind of like with YouTube, they will pay um, artists for you know the amount of listens and stuff like that that their music gets. Um, but what Apple was doing was not paying them for people who were listening during the trial period on Apple Music. Um, and in, uh, in Taylor's open letter, she wrote, I'm sure you are aware that Apple Music will be offering a three-month trial to anyone who signs up for the service. I'm not sure you know that Apple Music will not be paying writers, producers, or artists for, for these three months. I find it to be shocking, disappointing, and completely unlike this historically progressive and generous company. So she wrote that. And then, uh, well, Apple changed the policy. And the long and short of it is she wrote that letter, and then Apple changed the policy, started paying people for listens on the, uh, 
the trial. On the trial period. She needed more money. I know, right? Taylor Swift needs more money. Uh, well, but, but that did change. I mean, they, I mean, it's probably more for the smaller struggling artists. Yeah. That oh, definitely. That, I mean, that's what the stand is for. All their listens from all their music. Exactly. So it's cool that a big, you know, big star. She doesn't need the money. Obviously, it shouldn't no. be too big of a deal unless she's super you yeah. know, greedy. Uh, but yeah, but it, that's, it that's, is just that's funny a, that that's cool move. It is just funny that that Taylor Swift got Apple to to change a policy or do something that they you know weren't going to do. And the FBI couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, it's a very different issue. But yeah, but if that publicity got out, then they'll be like, "Oh, that's kind of rude. That's bad, you know, publicity for Apple." Uh, if that's the true. FBI went and said, "Hey, they wouldn't let us do a backdoor," everybody'd be like, "Awesome! That's even better for Apple to have the FBI come out." And Absolutely. Say I don't know. It's a win-win for them. Yep. Um, okay, and then the the last little piece of news before we uh, do a couple of uh, final things from the internet. Uh, the Samsung Galaxy S7 has been spotted in the wild, uh, sporting a, uh, finally, or not even finally, like they, so one of the controversial things about the Galaxy S6 was that it did not support SD cards anymore, expandable storage. Stupid. And that was one of the big reasons the S6, uh, kind of failed in terms of, of overall sales. Um, the well, S7. So one thing it had over, over, one of the things that had over Apple. Absolutely. Absolutely. They- I... They have freaking marketing plans and marketing whole huge commercials about this. Yep. And then they go and turn their back on it. I know. The very next generation of phones, they turn their back on it. Um, Thankfully, the S7 has been spotted with an SD card slot. Um, Not only that, but the big rumors are that it will also be IP67 or 68 certified, which means that it's water resistant. Up to three feet of water for 30 minutes. Yeah, they got rid of that too. Like, the S6 is kind of like a crappy phone to have totally especially after the s5 the s5 is much better the only difference is that the s6 is made with metal whereas the s5 was with plastic and so now it looks like they're fusing the best of both worlds the s7 looks almost identical to the s6 but it's got the sd card slot and it's apparently water resistant dude i was about to switch because i've always liked samsung i've had a samsung s4 and it's done a lot better yeah. than my previous lg phone mm-hmm. and i hate iphones um but yeah i was like super disappointed when they came out with the S6 and all this happened, and I was like, dang, that sucks. It's not even waterproof like the S5 was. Yep. Um, so I I think I'll be going, my next phone is going to be either an S7 or an 8 or however long they go. <laughs> if the 8's as good as the 7, maybe. Oh, yeah. But, no, my next phone my next phone will probably be either a Galaxy S7 or maybe even an LG V10. That phone's pretty sick. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with Android. I've been talking a bit about maybe switching to an iPhone. But <gasps> I don't know. I don't know. I might just do two phones. I might do a work phone and a personal phone. Um, that could work. My mom yeah. does that. A lot of people do that, and I, I've been I've been slowly warming up to that idea. I'm still good with my S4, man. I'm not yeah. I'm not a big phone techie guy. I like I don't like having to switch everything. So yeah, I get you there. I stick with the same thing. I get you there. I think I've just gotten in the habit of switching phones yeah, so often. I know, dude. When I work there, they're always like, "Why don't you get a new phone?" Like all the time. <laughs> I was like. I don't know. That's just not my thing. Yeah. I, I like it. Because then, especially for me, I fill my phones up so fast. Like, right now, my phone is just, like, it's it's full on memory. And so I'm like, I want a new phone just so that I can not have to delete anything and not have to worry about, you know. I have everything I need on one phone. If I lose this phone, dude, <laughs> I'm going to be so bummed. Do backups, bro. I, I backed up a lot of it onto my uh, laptop. But <sighs> I'm like, I don't know. The worst. I'm going to be screwed if it crashes and <laughs> breaks or gets stolen and I lose it. Oh, man. Okay. Most likely. <laughs> Let's do some final things from the internet uh, before we send this one off into the sun, all right? All right. All right. 
right. this one is crazy. Coming from the UK, from the Brits. Oh, we got some news from the UK here. Those crazy Brits. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do it in a British accent. A huge triceratops blocks the road in the United Kingdom. I don't understand what you said. Oh, I'll translate that in English. Giant dinosaur is in the middle of the street. <laughs> in the middle of the street. What do I want to say? That thing with the cars. God created dinosaurs. God destroyed dinosaurs. God created man. Man destroyed God. Man pulls dinosaur in road. (laughs) That's one heck of a title. In the early hours of Saturday morning in the village of God's Hill on on the Isle of Wight, in the UK, drivers were surprised to find White. the Isle of Wight, but it's W I G H T. Drivers were surprised right. to find a 7.6 meter long, which is 25 feet for us Americans, uh, model Triceratops placed in the middle of the road. Not surprisingly, it's thought to be the result of drunken mischief. <laughs> the prank came to light after uh, Chris Hollingshead posted an image of the dinosaur on Facebook saying. That priceless moment when you're driving home from work at 3 a.m. and the road is blocked by a 20-foot triceratops. That's funny that a British person posted in uh, in feet. Um, Strange. The dinosaur model comes from Island Gems, a fossil shop, where it is affectionately known as Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> where our triceratops go? It's gone. It's gone. I don't know where it's gone. I saw it on the... I saw it on the tube. It's in the middle the of the telly. road. On the telly. It's on the telly. Yeah. Um, Someone put it in the middle of the road. Martin Simpson, owner okay. of Island Gems, told the BBC, it takes about five blocks to make the dinosaur a couple of inches. Uh, or <laughs> It takes about five blocks to move the dinosaur blocks. a couple of inches. <laughs> so it was definitely a concerted effort, and drink was probably involved. They're always drunk over there, aren't they? <laughs> Everything they do. Oh, man. Uh, Mr. Simpson noted that Godzilla will now be tied down to prevent any future escapes. Tied down. Godzilla? Where's Godzilla? <laughs> oh, we lost Godzilla. <laughs> no, she didn't just get up and walk off, did she? Oh, man. Um, okay, these, these last... seen out of the museum? <laughs> these last couple things come from, uh, come from Dorkly and College Humor. Uh, first, the uncomfortable reality of the Incredibles family. Uh, Bob to Helen. I can't believe we're about to have our second child. Uh, have you thought of any names? Helen goes, Dash. Uh, Bob goes, oh yeah, um, I guess that's a good name, no matter if it's a boy or a girl. Are there any other names you've thought of? No, I'm pretty sure Dash will fit fine. Really? How can you be sure? Uh, and then the image of Helen is, uh, you know, her, her pregnant belly with basically the form of a baby just darting out and stretching her skin all over the place. Kind of funny. You know the movie takes place in the sixties. Yeah, dude, I love it. I didn't that. know that until like, like a year ago. Really? Yeah, I was like watching it at Devin's house. It's the I best like, Fantastic Four movie ever a, made. This is like sixties. I love The Incredibles, man. It's good, good, good one. They're making a second one. <laughs> yes, they are. The I'm, sequel. It's about freaking time. I am absolutely so. I'm so stoked. Um, <laughs> Disney, right. Pixar, and superheroes all in one. It's amazing. Bam, so good. That. So good. Uh, Okay, last one. The least flattering way to describe superheroes. Number one, an awkward teenage nerd discovers one day that he can stay in his room and shoot super white goo everywhere. 
Spider-Man. I couldn't tell. <laughs> that was a hard one. Yeah. Come on, man. I'll have, I'll have you guess each one. All right. Number two, he's a small, hairy man, but his fists are kind of like forks. Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they should be pretty easy to... to um, they should be pretty easy to guess, but it's really funny. <laughs> Number three, sad boy punch clown. Me at my last birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Well, obviously it's the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's Batman. Uh, <laughs> number four, blind man who can smell crime. <laughs> blind man who can smell crime. <laughs> blind man who can smell crime. It's pretty tough. I can't. I can't come up with anything clever for that one. <laughs> I guess I'm just not that clever. All right. Well, that's Daredevil, obviously. Daredevil. Number five, man spends billions of dollars building armor to punch things better. Donald Trump. <laughs> I guess that's what you could call his political campaign. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, that one is obviously Iron Man. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Well, I found out. There's one more thing. I found out it. that the new Star Wars is pretty racist. Yeah? Why is that? Because it is uh, about a white kid with a burning cross trying to kill a black man and his white girlfriend. <laughs> that is terrible. I know. That is awful. But That is, that is actually really awful. <laughs> it's totally true, though. Oh, man. Um, I guess last thing. Have you heard about this whole get Kanye out of debt thing? I don't even know that's real, dude. It, it's real. It's just... Is it him Stupid. doing No, that? it is him. It is 100% is he, him. Is he for real? Like, hey, I need money. Because I've seen there's He's so many real. tweets. He's for real. He's like, all these people think that, you know, building a, a school in Africa is charity when they could help me and I can help the world. I it's got insane. so many good ideas. Yeah, I'm I like, got dude, so many ideas. Dude. Yeah. Dude, okay, Kanye West, and I've said this for a long time, he is a fucking cartoon character. Like, he, he is not a real person. Kanye West is a freaking, like... He's an assembly of of just the crazy things that have happened in our in our media and what we find relevant. Like he is not an actual human being. Kanye West is seriously just a a fictional cartoon character. It is ridiculous the things that he, he was does. Created by the government to distract us and hypnotize us into this. <laughs> I don't think that. No. 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 It's like <laughs> I think that's got to be the only explanation. Otherwise. This dude has serious mental issues. Absolutely, he does. He is just the the natural result of of how much like stock we have put in celebrities and their opinions. Like, stop listening to Kanye. Kanye I'm, ideas. I don't know. It doesn't seem real. I can't. Like, I'm like this. He has to have been like hacked. But coming from him, th- I I wholeheartedly believe this is real. That's the problem. Is like this is Kanye we're talking about. The man who you can hear him. In audio, a, a clip released from, from when he was backstage on Saturday Night Live say that he is 50% more influential than Paul the Apostle and uh, who was it? John Lennon, I think, or Picasso. Like, some of those influential artists of all time, he says he, he is far and away more influential than they were. Dude, Kanye's music sucks. I actually, I don't, I, I enjoy his music, but I do think that Kanye is a freaking idiot. I, I don't know. I've only heard a couple of songs, but I hated him. And his rap, I don't like his rap for really? 
I don't know. Maybe it's just not my style. That was kind of rude of me to just come out and say he sucks. No, no, no. You're <laughs> fine. Dude, it's Kanye. Who cares if you're being rude? Um, I hate him as a person. I absolutely hate who he is as a person. I find the fact that he thinks he can do a lot of these things entertaining. But I swear, I swear, if this, if this GoFundMe actually gets funded... I don't I like I don't want to be here anymore at all. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Seriously, like I see. Oh, it's ridiculous. But anyway, I don't know. Let's, let's let's start a campaign called Screw Kanye. Seriously. Well, but then people get the wrong idea out of that. F Kanye. <laughs> people still get the wrong idea out of that. Throw Kanye in the dumpster and leave him there. Okay, that's a good one. Uh and on that note, I guess it's probably time to send this ship off into the sea. Is Peace there uh, what's out. your what's your last words of wisdom for the people, Chase? I thought it was send Kanye to a dumpster and leave him there. That works. Cool.